Hi, I'm Alex. I'm Amy. And this is Small Town Not Small Minds. It's Alex and Amy. We're back at it with season three. A little intro if you are a new listener. Uh, This voice tuning in is Amy, your biracial queen living in YYC, the best city in the world, and a single flamingo that is on the hunt for love. This voice is Alex. You don't have to listen long to discover that I'm both bisexual and have chronic depression, and I take perfect little pills to boost my serotonin. Love to talk both of those things. And I've recently moved to Victoria for the weather and the gays. Yes. Looking at season three and what we kind of want to get out of it, you can look forward to one episode a month. That's going to be something new for us coming um, to you the last Friday of every month. And since we're in the big cities now, big quotation mark, bigger than settler. (laughs) For sure. (laughs) We were hoping to focus on like finding the small town and that connection within the city. I know people have said to me, Amy, and you as well, that how can we still call ourselves small town, not small minds now that we're not in a small town? But I think it's still there. It's still there in, in the connection, in who we are. Absolutely. And I think the thing is, is like at the end of the day, whether you're in a big city or a small rural community, it's the connection and community we're all kind of seeking, the sense of belonging. Even though we're coming at a more, you know, like a larger center, both of us, a different large centers too, the season's totally going to look different, but we're so excited to highlight the offering of what we can find and seek out in these, in these bigger centers. So yeah, we're like pumped for it. I know that we've been through such a big transition moving from Stetler this summer. And also, you know, we're doing things a little different this year. We've kind of adapted what our school years look like. Lots of people over the course of summer have been asking about my podcast partner, Alex. And, you know, why did she move to Victoria? Why did she choose Victoria? And so can you highlight that for us? So for me, my move is a little bit more temporary than Amy's, at least in the beginnings of it, because I'm taking a sabbatical from uh, my teaching job in Stetler. And I basically just have this year, school year, to be here. And I chose Vic because I'm really connected to it uh, because my family comes here quite a bit. I knew I wanted to test out a city, but not a big one. If I moved within Alberta, I think my life would be too similar to really see big changes. Like say I moved to Red Deer, another like small city. I don't think that that would be the catalyst for change I was looking for enough. Whereas moving to Vic has a lot of comfort in its familiarity to me, Mm -hmm. but it has a lot, just a lot of different, it's in the lifestyle, like the amount of kayaking I've got. I've been outside a lot more. Um, The queer community is much bigger here. There's just a lot more change that I have to force myself to do if I'm here Mm -hmm. rather than moving to a familiar city, even like, say, Edmonton. I've lived there before. I have lots of friends there. I wanted to put myself in a position where I was forced to change, basically. For sure. 
And I'm so glad that we got our three week, you know, road trip to Victoria Island last year, that like little sample of what that looked like. And you were kind of using that time as well to absolutely figure it out and decide. This has been two years in the making for me in the like thinking about leaving Statler. Mm -hmm. Now I'm going to maybe tell people now I'm going to go to Vic for a little bit on a vacation and see what happens. I'm really slow to change, but I had to like set myself up in those ways so I could make it out here and make the best of it. I'm so proud of you like that now that you're on the other side of it too, because I was talking about change with someone too. And we anticipated and I was like, telling this friend that like some people just take longer in that process of change. It's scary and it's frightening. Similar to what you're saying is like, I had this two year international teaching experience where I kind of leapt once before. So for me to make this big life decision, it didn't feel as big this time around for myself because I was like, I did, you know, I did this damn thing in 2018. So I had this practice run to do it. And so Similar to that, that made me think of that. But Amy, why Calgary? And why didn't you follow me to Victoria? (laughs) I know, Alex is still even like, you can come out with me and drop me off and do the road trip. That is a beautiful road trip, by the way. Um, But Calgary, I always loved this city. Every time I visited, I have lots of friends here already. Best international airport, in my opinion, to travel in and out of. It has way better flights than Edmonton. It's a little more expensive. I don't know why, but great traveling. And also I am here. I'm 34 now, so I'm ready. And I've worked a lot of myself in these past couple of years. I'm ready to invite a partner in my life. And so a big change for me was it didn't, I couldn't foresee that happening where I currently was in the positions I was in. And so I had to, you know, change my environment because it wasn't me that needed to make the change. It was my surrounding I had to. So I felt near the end, it was a necessity to put myself in a better situation to date and meet people. And like I said, I've only been here a month and it's been going well and I love it and I'm really enjoying it. So stay tuned. I think this season you'll get lots of highlights about what's going on in my world of love. Hey, but your process of moving to Calgary was different than mine because I still have all my roots and everything left in Stetler and you don't. And that's like selling your house. You wrapped up your master's. Can you just walk me through that? Yes. So what a change it went from like May and June was busy. I was like in the school process of just completing my master's. I finished my master's of educational leadership. And so I've got that under my belt as well, which is so awesome to play that card when you're ready to play it. I, my master's ended up being such a big focus on inclusion and diversity in schools. And that's something our podcast really kind of pushed our work and voice into as well. And I want to see that move forward in education. And I think I'm really going to be able to bring that to schools, which is amazing. And then selling my house, the market was right. My house, I sold privately. It worked out so well. It ended up going to a former student's family, which was great. So it was awesome. Everything just fell into place for me. I ended up getting quite a few job offers that I could could weigh in, but I ended up picking Calgary because that is somewhere I want to see myself continue to grow into. Definitely the right choice. Um, it was weird for a little while. I was I was bouncing around because I had to move out of my house and then find a place because I hadn't locked in and the market rental market was hot here. I didn't want to buy and yeah. So I'm I'm renting my 
my building has a pool. So that's also been enhancing my summer. You guys know how much I am a mermaid. So I got to be by water somehow. (laughs) That's been really fulfilling a lot of my summer wishes. Yeah. So if you're ever in Calgary, seriously hit me up. I love hosting people. My building itself has just so many amenities. It makes you feel like you're in a resort. And that's like a dream to come true for your house, right? To have like that resort life. So, so it's been a, it's been really, really interesting. I feel like sometimes when I think back, it just feels like, wow, like what a transition that I've gone through. I think I already, I kind of knew that the pandemic had a hold on me, but yeah, this switch is exactly what I needed and wanted and manifested. And so I feel like I'm living a dream right now, which is amazing. That's awesome. And like, like I say, honestly, you can feel that in your energy. Yeah. A hundred percent. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it sounds all rosy and sweet, but I know that through change comes a little bit of adversity. So I want to know Alex this past month, it's pretty much been a month for you now. What's a, a challenge so far that you've had moving out yourself and settling into a new space? Cause I know change is hard. So for me, I felt like I needed to move because, like, I mean, I love the consistency and the roots that I laid down and everything I built for myself in Stetler, but I don't know that it was going to serve, like, the next 10 years of my life necessarily. Like, I, again, like you're saying, like, it's it's honestly hard to be single in a small town. It's really hard to be queer in a small town. I wanted to, like, look for more connections, romantic and friendship as well, mm-hmm. um, with like-minded people. Not that Not that I didn't have that in Stetler, but just a little bit more sense of like that queer community. So I guess a challenge for me is that it's just, it's change and it's so different here. But I, what I hope is relatable about my story is that when you move, sometimes you think it is going to be like sunshine, roses and peachy, but it's fucking difficult and you can do it is what I want to say. Cause I have like other friends, family members that are going through changes and moves right now. And I don't want people to like see it through rose colored lenses of me. Like, yeah, I'm reading by the ocean and I post pictures of ice cream and things like that. But there are moments where it's really tough where I feel really isolated um, because I left all my friends behind. Mm -hmm. I feel like I left home behind. Mm -hmm. Like my day to day is good. And I know that I'm not in a, like one of my depression funks. Thank you to my pills. Um, And I know that's not the journey for everyone, but it is for me. So I guess my challenge is like the isolation And the, like, I'm looking for connection Mm -hmm. and I'm not finding that, but it's been a month. Not that I'm not finding it, but I'm not finding that, like, really deep connection that I left um, back home. Mm -hmm. But I wanted this. I wanted to take myself out of those deep roots because I wasn't allowing myself change, mostly for finding a partner. Like, if I was meeting people long distance, I wasn't willing to move my situation and not a lot of people, not a lot of queer people specifically, can be convinced to move Didn't, to Stellar. Come to Stellar, um, the farming community, <laughs> where like literally two doors down is the Confederate flag. Yeah. <laughs> we are two different people, so sometimes when I hear you, I'm like, yes, like it's coming because you were just doing all the things. Like you've been doing things where you've been out. Like there was a time where I tried to phone you, and it's like. Alex is too busy. She doesn't have time to phone you, Amy. (laughs) She's out there living like all these events and going places and meeting people. So it'll come too. It is, it is month one. So 
you know, I'm pumped for you, but you're doing all the things and it will, it will come. So that's what I have. It's true. I'm doing all the things and just doing it scared, but yeah, like that's what's (laughs) going to force you to meet the people, you know? So I've been really like, I do think there's a little, there's a little bit of a dorm quality happening in my building. So I get the invite quite a bit, but I think I'm having the opposite thing. Like you said, like I have to literally like dissociate. So I have some time alone because there's a big group of people that are like, come like, let's do this. And I don't always necessarily want to party all the time. Like I don't mind turning up it here and there, but I don't want that to be my life. So, so Yeah. yeah. So that's good. But yeah, I'm I'm so proud of you watching you. I was going to say <laughs> the same to you in that like just hearing you talk about like setting boundaries and like listening to Amy talk on the phone, I'm like, yeah, girl, like I feel like you have like the honest like the self growth mm-hmm. that looking at the past of even like the podcast journey. Yeah. Like yeah. you've worked on yourself so much and I see yeah. it. I see it in how you yeah. are and what you say. And it's just and awesome. how I present myself and speak to people. You're totally right. I think, like I yeah. said, I did that last two years, the pod, like throughout the pod journey, I have done a lot of personal growth. And so I want to make sure I'm carrying that forward and not regressing rather, you know, propelling forward and seeking and manifesting those things I want. So, so that's been really healthy. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Okay. Like this like falls in really awesome with what I wanted to know next, but like, what is like a personal goal you want to achieve this year? Like where, where are you headed? Yeah. So I think for myself personally, um, is I've had to really step back and analyze my life a lot. I'm, I'm very, you know, high achieving and wanting to succeed and be perceived as successful. But I also realize I'm 34. I'm, I'm alone, but I want to welcome some in my life. So I've had to really carve out time, intentional time to date and meet people and put the energy into seeking out partners that I want to grow with. And so I've had to make adjustments both in my work schedule and in my own personal life and my behaviors so that I can welcome that. And so I've been really intentional, like you're saying, about how I'm going to do that to allow that to become a reality in my world. And like I said, I'm excited for the year brings. It feels like I'm on my own reality dating show. <laughs> Let's just say that <laughs> because I'm coming on with a really, a really good head right now. Like I'm clear. I feel very like secure to myself and, you know, what I have to offer somebody and what I want in a partner as well. And it's actually like, I would say to people, Spend that time on yourself because it makes it so much easier when you have to go out and date. I feel so much more secure to being like sitting people down and being like, this is a yes, this is a no. I want to like pursue this. I don't want to pursue this. And so that's been really helpful, just having a lot of sense of clarity. So I do hope that within this year, season three, um, that, you know, I can welcome that partner I'm supposed to welcome in my life and kind of grow with it, but also setting intentional boundaries as well to work and personal life too, because I'm that person who says yes to everything and takes on all these things. And now I'm like, you know what, Amy, you're, you've achieved what you wanted so far in your life. It's not the end of it, but you know, Mm -hmm. all of these things I've ever wanted for myself, I've gotten except that, that element of a partner. And so I'm looking forward to 
you know, being a lot more intentional with my behaviors and welcoming someone. So yeah. Yeah. What about you, Alex? What do you hope to get out of your year in Victoria? I hope at the end of this year, like I'm really taking, and when I say year, I mean school year, I'm taking this time to let myself basically rewrite what I thought my future had to look like because I did, I did the, the university, you get a house, you get a job, all of this, like really stable things that suit my personality well. And I don't think it served me poorly at Mm -hmm. all. And I'm starting to think like, Oh, okay. My life doesn't necessarily need to reflect this. I think I was kind of getting stuck in that timeline. And I hope at the end of this year, I have a bit of a, better sense of what I want like the next 10 years of my life to look like like I said before where like just even career wise do I want to teach until I retire do I want to teach and write do I want to just like literally put myself in that situation where I'm a uncomfortable and have to do things on my own again and b I'm forced to confront it because it's easy to just get caught up in your life when you have all of those stable things in place I basically wanted to like knock myself over and be like, this is really tricky. Find your way out. Mm-hmm. And at the end, hopefully you'll have a clearer sense. Yes. Like I'm like expediting change. Yes. I think I would have gotten to like this eventually, but instead I'm like, let's just like make it happen faster. <laughs> like you've just like taken your life and shaken it up a little bit, like that kind of metaphor. Yes. And it's like, these things are still within your jar of shaking but maybe there isn't so much of a direct path pattern or, you know, maybe you can be a little more freed by normalities of things that you've thought that that's how, that was how your life would be defined. Exactly. I like how you're like, it was in my jar already because I think, and I know that it was, but yeah, like, like you're saying, and I'm just like speeding up that process by putting myself in that situation. You're crystallizing essentially. Yeah. (laughs) And I think that's the cool thing of this kind of like pre-season talk is we're going to have the same at the end of our season in June. I think it'll be interesting to see for ourselves what has happened in this year and we can reflect and be like, whoa, we were on point or we went in a whole different direction. Mm -hmm. Maybe Amy will be like giving us invitations for a wedding. (laughs) Like we don't know. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, maybe you can buy my book finally. I don't know. Well, that'd be cool. <laughs> yeah, I'm super excited for what this season's going to bring. Um, In our lives and the podcast. Absolutely. And like, I'm so yeah. thankful for the journey because I do think, Alex, our two years of doing this as we enter our third has been so helpful for us, not only to advocate for ourselves and our stories and like help validate. Like, I feel like you mentioned I've had so much personal growth. I was so uncomfortable talking about relationships before. And here I am like pouring my heart out. Yeah. We've really, you know, not only has our pod podcast partnership been really good for us, but our podcast itself. And I find even how I can support family and friends best. I think about how we best support each other as conversational podcast partners. And so come along the journey with us for season three Stay tuned. We're looking forward to it. And September 30th is our first season three episode. And that's what's up. <laughs>